0: Welcome to episode 4 of Hearts of Iron, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the Broken Empire. In this episode, we conclude the adventure The Sea Demon's Gold, available from Arc Dream Publishing. I'm Shane Ivey, the Dungeon Master. The players are Mark Finn of the Monty Hall zine as human rogue Baldo Vandalarius, Chris Spivey of Darker Hue Studios as Wood Elf Ranger Thalos Longbarrow, Acer Tolentino of the Redacted Files Podcast as Human Fighter Astartus, and Megan Tolentino of the Redacted Files Podcast as the Dwarf Cleric Key. So so last time, your, uh, your, your gang um, uh, left the Temple of the Sea Demon all bloody and wounded and battered and exhausted, And rested on shore, then got cleaned up and changed clothes, I presume, and sharpened your weapons and decided to uh, limp back in there and finish exploring this accursed place. Uh, And I say limp because a couple of you still do have lingering injuries, I think, that you're... Yes,
1: we are still... Or at least Baldo Baldo does.
0: I'm not sure... Baldo's walking
1: wounded, that's right.
0: Yeah, so... uh, but uh, but Baldo, do do remember to uh, if I if I remember to penalize you for that, you know, uh, take that inspiration for it being a flaw. And so okay.
2: Surprise,
0: Very good. Forget that part. So um, all right. So you've so you've begun, You've you've come back into the temple the next to the next day. Um, the the next uh, I don't know. I think it's like late. It was afternoon by the time you you actually set out with the but with it needing so much time to. Recuperate and not be sick anymore. At least one of you for eating the wrong things. And you're. I'm right here. I'm right you're, here. You're. you're uh, <laughs> I'm being diplomatic. <laughs> and you're. Uh, you're. You've. You've begun your exploration again. So. Uh, so coming in, um, you know the the environment doesn't seem to have changed much. It's still. Nasty. It still smells. It still feels. Everything feels a little too moist. And interested in your being there. The the huge crabs that that you fought and killed in that initial cavern uh, are kind of you know one of them is one of them is is sort of in pieces, and the other one there's just some shells uh, laying around. But you don't see the rest of it.
2: Okay. And
0: so as you as you set out, kind of you know gingerly through the dimness of these weird pulsing corridors, um, things you know there's 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 noises in the distance still occasionally weird sounds, but but things things are quiet other than that.
2: You, before uh,
1: before we enter the Mudman's house his little cave in his area. Uh, I'm going to um, look at my companions and put my finger to my lips and go, let's try not to pick him up if at all possible. (laughs) And so saying, I am going to attempt to stealth through his area, making no, no sound that would uh, disturb him in his puddle of goo. Okay.
0: Okay. So, what about the what about the rest of you? Are you all waiting for Baldo to go through and? Uh, or, yeah, it or sounds watching like watching from around the corner or uh, what? All right, so you can all, you know, you, you should have a, you should have control of your tokens there. So, Baldo, you're moving. You move ahead around a corner into into the um, into Muck's Cave. And uh, you don't see, you know, you don't see muck initially. But then again, you didn't the first time around either, right? So you can uh, so go ahead and make a uh, make a stealth roll. Okay, dexterity uh, parentheses stealth end parentheses check twelve. Okay, so you uh, you're being you know you're being good and quiet. You you don't seem to arouse anything interesting. Uh, as you creep along, so which direction do you creep? You as you're going in, you have a you have a, a from Muck's Cave. You have a twisty corridor immediately to your right, and then another one beyond that ahead of you to the to your right, and then another one that descends out of sight ahead to your left, which is the one you took before where yeah. are you. Found other caverns with uh, unpleasant things in them.
1: I think we should try to retrace our steps and get back to where we were before we decided to take a break.
0: Okay. And so, so where do you where do you uh, where do you where do you venture?
3: Can I see if anyone's been through this area, Shane. Uh, yeah, make
0: special. a uh, make a make a yeah. What's that? Survival. Yeah, make a survival roll. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. Um, you don't, you don't find anything that you would mark as footsteps, right? Whether there's been things creeping around in here, uh, maybe, but, uh, looking for, you know, like you can tell the trail that the four of you leave behind and that's the only trail of its kind.
3: So then a more specific question on our trail that I can Mm -hmm. tell and determine, does it look like anything that's crossed over our trail? That's not us. Or
2: muck.
0: Um, I mean, here and there, you know, there's like one. You know, you, you find a you find a couple of Astartes' heavy footprints from yesterday. That uh, that one of them is kind of smeared and slimed over. Okay. And uh, all right, so uh, the rest of you, sort of watching, leaning around a corner, watching Muck's cave. You see Baldo creep out of sight silently. What are the three of you doing? We should probably go after him. Really? I I was
4: just thinking we would take up defensive positions and uh, (laughs) uh, wait for him to come running around that corner screaming it on fire.
3: Well, he he has a tendency (laughs) to run into trouble instead of thinking about it before acting.
4: Good point. And speaking of, I'll take point. You hang
3: back and watch my back. Sounds like an excellent plan.
5: (laughs) All right. All
0: right. Go ahead, Keith.
5: Uh, I'll let Astardis sneak first.
0: All right. So.
5: Oh, wow.
0: Astardis. That is a natural 20 on your sneak roll. So with unaccustomed, perfect silence, you advance. So do you, uh, as you're going forward, do you, it looks like Baldo went went to that rightmost of the three corridors leading out of Muck's cave. You go in that one, or uh, take one of the ones to the left.
4: I'm gonna follow behind him. Okay, behind Baldo.
2: Yeah, All
0: on right.
4: the principle that I'm pretty sure something will jump up behind him to eat him. All right, and I want to watch.
0: Sure. Uh, okay, so after a, after a few minutes, uh, Key and Thallus, you know, you see uh, you see you see a creep silently out of sight.
5: All right. I guess I'll go next since um, Ballas always takes up the rear and I'm excited for this to go badly. (laughs) Oh, it didn't go badly.
0: Wow. All right. Look at you guys in your heavy armor. Yeah. Now
3: it's time for me to drop
0: the ball. All right.
1: (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. Wait. (laughs) Shade. Uh-huh. Like
3: this is a coastal region. Do I get to take it? Is, <laughs> it, is.
1: It, is. it is? Yes, you do.
0: Yes, you do. Well, 15 well thought. Is all the right. highest of my two rolls. Wow. All right. All right. So you're not literally bouncing a ball. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of a seven. All right. So in in by far your most successful caper to date, you have successfully snuck past your one ally in this whole endeavor. All right. <laughs>
1: I I I hear what you're saying. <laughs> and I and, it I, I and I <laughs> it's not that I reject it, it's that I think we may still be cutting him open later, so I just don't want to get too attached. I've already got a chicken on a stick. I don't really want to uh, have to go to bat for the Mudman too. Oh, you're bringing your chicken in again. All right, chicken, chicken, chi- chickens back in.
0: Yes. All right. So we'll uh, we'll assume that the chicken was asleep when you were creeping around earlier. It's a it's, chicken I, needs disadvantage on sneaking.
1: Okay. H- h- henceforth, uh, mm-hmm. I will. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. Right. Um, okay. So guys. So from
0: there, you have, uh, you know, you have the the initial cave. Where you fought the fishman zombie, and then you had a couple of other caves. One where you
5: That's encountered
0: a, a a vampire mantle thing that jumped out and tried to eat your drink your blood, and uh, then another one that you explored and eventually fought skeletons and these weird sea spider looking things that came crawling out all over the place. And, uh, and then to the, to the right, there's a ledge that looks over a large sprawling cave that you've seen. You looked at it when you were here last time, but you haven't gone into that part of things yet.
1: What if, uh, what if we take, uh, our steps over here to the ledge and go to the big cave. I think he pointed and said that that's where more stuff is. Uh, Muck did. Yeah. Gang. How do you feel about uh, a little ledge climbing?
5: Uh, Nervous.
3: Which of the caves haven't we gone in that are already over over here?
0: So around the, this it, right now you're in kind of a central cavern that has a bunch of that has uh, one two three four tunnels leading away from it and you've explored all of those except the one that that's the ledge overlooking that wider cave that Baldo's talking about okay and uh, as you're looking as you're overlooking that um, that ledge it's about ten feet above the that uh, that that Sprawling cavern, and you can tell. Let's see, Baldo. It looks like you're the you're in front there, checking things out. Um, one thing you can tell is directly and directly ahead of where you're looking. Mm-hmm. A big part of the floor of that ca- of this cavern that you're looking down upon. Uh, you can tell from where you are that. It's like the the floor is weird. The floor um, kind of slopes inward ever so slightly, and you can tell from the you know the the dim lighting of the phosphorescence all around that the the um, stuff of the floor itself looks like it's a it looks like it may be a different texture than around it. So as you're looking at the uh, um, as you're looking at the map, in fact, where it's marked with that deeper black of the you yep. know, pin strokes, that whole wide area okay. within that is kind of strange, like that.
1: I uh, I call the group over and whisper uh, my findings. I say, "Look, it looks like." there's a large indentured area down on the cave floor. Uh, I don't know if it's sand or, or gooey stuff or what, but what I think we should do when we climb down is avoid that area, if at all possible, and make our way into the caves along this uh, left-hand wall. All right?
4: All right. I'm just looking at Thalos. Did he say
1: indentured? I think he did. <laughs> you know, when you push something in, you create an indenture, you know.
5: <laughs> so stone cunning's like to tell who made some stonework, right? Not to like geologize the situation?
0: I think so.
5: Okay. Uh, i guess i could read you the exact text whenever you make an intelligent history check related to the origin of stonework you're considered proficient in history and add double your proficiency bonus to the check
0: okay yeah so so stonework so that's um, and that and that's that's to do with history it says yeah. right yeah so so yeah that would be for example if you're in some place that was all wrought of stone and you wanted to figure out who made it or when or something along those lines that would that would be more likely to succeed.
5: I want to determine which uh, ocean and wind ground this cave down to dust.
0: Well, not none really. of this <laughs> none of this where you are is a is a cave the way you think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not like you're walking through um, you're walking through uh, tunnels that have been scored out of limestone, for instance, mm. um, or, or a rocky beach, um, the materials that you, the materials all around you, um, are way more organic than that.
5: Mm. Okay.
1: All right. So, uh, and I use nature
3: to, to determine what it is. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, you've, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's something, I think that's something that you did really early on and, and the more, you know, I mean, it's you. You don't have a straight answer. You know, it oh. uh, it it feel it feels like there's some parts of this whole place that you're going around that are um, that are alive on in their in themselves, uh, but then you there are other parts of it that are completely of a completely different nature, and you know, like it's been sort of glommed together. Or grown together somehow. Why don't we just shoot it till so it happens? Okay. I like are you looking you at the? Are you looking at the pit when you're when you're saying that? Yep. Okay. Uh, that sure. Works. So you let fly with an arrow. What What's the we, worst
3: possible thing that could happen?
4: Why don't
2: we
0: just
3: throw a flask <laughs> of oil in there? <laughs> we have fewer of those than arrows. I guess that's
0: true. Uh, okay. So you. Uh, so you've, you. You. Sh- you shoot an arrow down at the. Down at the pit. And the arrow thunks into the floor. Um, it doesn't like uh, bounce like it would off of the hard stuff of most of the flooring that you've been mm-hmm. walking across. Um, it, it thunks into it like into flesh. And when it does, the the floor sort of shivers for a minute and then opens up, and the arrow uh, slides down. Into this pit that um, that looks damp, and you kind of smell this this acrid, acidic stench coming out of it. Uh, and you see there's like a there's a there's a glint of a like thallus. It looks like you're the one that shot the arrow. So yeah, thallus and you have good vision in the dark. Uh, you uh, you see a glint of something metallic. Down there, like and then platinum. the uh, you you can't tell exactly <laughs> what kind of metallic, unfortunately. Maybe
4: uh, but, oil flask
0: now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the and then the fleshy stuff of that part of the floor closes itself up again.
1: Uh, okay,
3: so if I'm not mistaken, your plan is to walk around that.
1: <laughs> well. I'm now open to suggestions because I thought it was just going to be like, uh, you know, quicksand or something. But uh, this is much worse. This is so much worse than quicksand.
4: <laughs> I take fire an arrow in, and when it opens up, we toss oil, uh, the oil flasks in and light them.
1: I look at Key and say, if there is treasure down there, we run the risk of melting it. There was a glint of metal.
5: Can we just like... Try shooting something sticky at it and see if we can fish it out.
1: Something sticky.
5: Do we have any like resin?
1: That's going to take cracker jack timing. I don't have anything sticky. We really need to bring grappling hooks on these misadventures. Well, I have, uh, I have a kit with some stuff in it. Let's take a look here. Got a plan.
3: I say that we tie a rope around baldo (laughs) and we shoot it and when it opens we drop baldo in and then you yank him out really quick once we get a better idea what's down there (laughs) all right good plan
1: dallas that's not (laughs) that's not the worst thing that's happened to me uh since we've been inside these caves but my suggestion is going to be to give it the chicken
5: No, we need that chicken so we don't have to sacrifice one of us.
1: All right, then. Then, as far as I can think, is to burn it. So, I will ready another flask. Thallus, you shoot an arrow into it. When it opens up, I will throw the flask, and uh, we'll see what happens.
0: All right. Does anybody interfere or object to that before before Baldo... uh... But well, now, Baldo's waiting for Thallus to shoot it. Is that what you said? That's right. Once, uh, oh, I see. Okay.
1: Shoot it to sort of draw out the the open part. And then once it opens, uh, fire the... Or throw the, the flaming oil flask into it.
4: I feel huh? vindicated, and I can't wait until I'm horrified by the results.
3: All right. I have a slew of objections, but I don't have a better plan. So shoot in a slightly different spot. Okay but still in the soft, meaty, fleshy part.
1: And, okay.
0: Uh, okay. So, so uh, Thalus, give me a sense of, uh, you know, if you if you look at that pit, it's more of an oval than a clock, but if you give me a sense of sort of where a clock do you do you land your arrow? And how so it was a the previous center.
3: arrow here? Can you see my mouse? Uh,
0: Great. No. I'm not doing you know, this, yeah. but was the previous arrow here? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right.
3: I'm shooting right
0: here. Yeah, if you, if you click and hold, that should call up a little radar thingy for, that everybody can see. All right, so, so just a few feet away from where you shot before then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so, so yeah, you, uh, you shoot with your arrow, and the thing kind of shivers, the flooring shivers and splits and, the, and um, starts gobbling the arrow up.
1: As soon as the floor opens, I'm going to throw the flask of burning oil okay and we're gonna Molotov cocktail this
0: okay so you uh you hurl the flask down there and uh, actually you know what give me a strength roll and remember to do this at uh disadvantage because of your injuries just to see how hard you hurl this thing i'll let an athletics check maybe all right so uh 10 all right that's not terrible uh, okay, so you hurl the thing in there, and uh, and it like the the flask doesn't shatter. Um, what it hits down there isn't hard enough to shatter it, but it spills oil, and the oil catches uh, catches fire, uh, and so you've got kind of a merry little patch of, of of a blaze down at the bottom there, and you can tell as that lights things up. There are these, uh, there, there's, there's, uh, there's tons of little, uh, like, I don't know. I want to, I want to say cilia or, you know, tendrils mm-hmm. that are, that are sort of coming up off of it, uh, writhing around, you know, each of them maybe a few inches long if, if that. Um, but the, and there's this, this terrible, this terrible stench of, uh, of burning um, something, You know, it smells more like burning flesh than burning anything else that comes to mind, but it doesn't really smell like that either. And, uh, and that acrid acidic smell grows even stronger. Um, the floor doesn't close all the way. Um, it kind of starts to, and then it just sort of stays shivering and, uh, doesn't want to close over that fire. And, um... Let's see. I think Bottle and Thal, Thou- is is everybody kind of peering in to see what's going on there? Or is anybody hanging back? I will look down and see. I'll okay.
5: look too.
0: Now, everybody, everybody roll um, uh, uh, alertness or perception or whatever they call it here. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Unnatural 20 for key. I,
1: uh... Coming. My alert feet means I can't be surprised while I'm conscious. Yeah, this isn't
0: about so, surprise. Okay, this, is, this is just noticing stuff. All oh, right. no. Okay. Um, so, Thalas and Key, you both make out right next to where the fire is, at the, the sort of the bottom of this weird pit. Uh, you can tell that there's like the it looks like the sort of mostly dissolved ruins of a um, what might have been some kind of leather outfit, you know, or armor. You think you recognize a couple of uh, a couple of bones within it, and uh, uh, you can tell you you see an an axe head down there, but not a handle. And then next to the remains is a. Uh, just a, strangely enough, a single javelin uh you know wooden long wooden shaft and and uh and long metal steel uh, uh point that is uh that looks completely intact baldo mm-hmm. oh boy, I'm trying to think what to uh Yeah, you know, I'm gonna save your natural one for uh, for a rainy day. We'll see
1: (laughs) that later. All right. So I'm looking down the corridor here, uh, trying to see past the um, past the the show that everybody's looking at, and uh, just kind of checking it out. Uh, What's going on down there? I wonder if uh, (laughs) anybody's going to come running now that we're setting the cave on fire. Okay. Yeah, nobody's running yet. Okay, well, this is good news. Sorry, what happened over here?
0: Uh, over where? Oh, you're talking to them. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah you, you, guys, you tell me how you're, what you're doing here. I like the key.
5: I'm. Can we swing across?
0: Uh, well, I mean, you could, you could climb down this ten. It's only a ten foot drop, you know. So you could lower yourselves down and hop down, and probably not tumble into the horrible smelly pit and kind of edge around it. You know, I mean, it's certainly a reasonable fear of, will it reach out and grab us? Um, You haven't seen anything, reach out and try to grab things yet, but
5: you know, how how valuable personally do I feel like what's down inside the smelly pit is?
0: Well, the, I mean, the, most of what's down there is obviously just, you know, ruins The javelin, you don't know. It's strange because it looks like everything else that's made of wood down there has been eaten away.
5: Well, maybe you could lower me down in there and I'll grab the important stuff.
0: You are poison-proof,
3: right?
5: Yes.
1: You know what? I'm just happy it's not me. I'm excited (laughs) about this plan.
3: Let's do this. So, Shane, Uh, what would be the actual mechanics behind this incredibly... Brilliant. Crazy
0: plan.
5: Clearly, we're going to start with building a pulley and build our way up through the other simple machines.
0: (laughs) Uh, Did did anybody put a a winch and pulley
1: (laughs) on your equipment sheet? I do not have the means to construct a rudimentary lathe. Uh, But the burglar's pack... Might have something useful in it because, you know, for burglars. Uh-huh. Um, so let me see here real quick what uh, if I've got anything that could be a grappling hook or a, a thingamabob. I, I've got climbing uh, spikes and I've got rope. I do have rope.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and it's strong rope. So let's... Me and Thallus... Uh, climb down the ledge into onto the pit. We'll go to opposite sides of the pit. And then, Key, you will uh, slide across the rope that we're holding on to. And what we'll do is we'll lower you down by releasing the tension on the rope. So you'll just sort of bend down. When you've got the stuff, we can literally pull the rope tight and pull you out of the pit.
5: Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. From from what I saw, if we saw the javelin that's down there, would it be possible that we could grab the javelin with a grapple? If we could throw like a grappling hook down and yank it up. Is that possible?
0: I doubt it with a grappling hook. What um, about if we
3: just made a rope equivalent like Boy Scouts? A
0: yeah, rope? I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, you know, yeah. What do do? Do any of you have any proficiencies, like skills or tool proficiencies, that lend themselves to tying really good ropes?
5: I have well smith tools.
1: I have I uh, I have an expertise in thieves' tools, and I should be able to rig an improvised crowbar or a, a grappling hook out of the crowbar, the rope, and uh some of the other uh, strangeness in my uh, in my pack I am a sailor so
0: I mean a sailor I would buy as far as rope work goes
1: yeah um,
0: if you're if you're looking to just form a uh, like a, a noose or something that you can then yank to tighten it and haul the javelin up by the uh, you know by its head or by that I don't, I don't know the names of the parts of a javelin but that like bulby part at the uh, you know where the where the wood where the the uh, the steel is attached to the the wood that part
3: yeah that bulby part
0: bulby part so that's a possibility um, if you if you if you can come up with a good description of using the thieves tools to make some kind of a grabbing hand it, which is what it sounds like you were trying to think of, then that's a possibility.
4: Well, you know we could we could combine those two ideas. Uh, we we take my spear, attach some of the thieves' tools, wire the or tie tie the tools into the head of the spear, and you know some some fancy knot work will let you. Uh, I have a crude mechanism for
1: uh, oh i see I sky. see what you, I see what you want to do. this is yeah, I understand what he's saying. what uh, Astartes is uh describing is a grabber uh, We use the crowbar to lash the the end of the crowbar to the end of the spear. Uh, I use uh, another part of the rope to fasten it to the, the curved end of the crowbar and operate that uh, by pulling it open. Then okay. if I let it go, the crowbar snaps closed on the end of the spear and should grab whatever we've got between the end of the spear and the hooked part of the crowbar. Ha! Mm-hmm. Or it in half. Or, well, <laughs> uh, optimally, we would be trying not to do that. But if this thing has survived down there, I have a funny feeling that we're going to need that javelin later.
0: The, uh, the, 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 the fire is guttering out as it burns through the oil. Oh, oil it doesn't look, we like better hurry up. doesn't look like it's catching other things down there you know? Right. on
1: fire. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb mm-hmm. down into the um, uh, from the ledge into the pit. I will be leaving the chicken.
0: Okay. Now, you don't mean into the pit
1: pit. No, you no, into, into, the the, the ledge. Into, the, into the bottom of the ledge here. The
0: cavern, yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: And I am going to inch my way over to right here so that I can be on this side of things. Okay. All right. Okay, Um,
0: so Valdo creeps around, lowers down painfully, and then creeps around the side to the right.
1: uh, And uh,
0: what else is happening?
1: So, if Dallas, can you fire another arrow and uh, see if we can get this thing to open up? Sure. I'd like to see how far down the javelin is from where we are or for where I'm standing.
0: All right. Uh, All right. So yeah, Dallas, you can, Shane.
3: Yeah. When you sit when I've shot, it sort of and it stays standing up or does it fall down when the arrows hit? Uh,
0: No, the arrow like hits and stays standing up. It's like you, it's like you've shot an arrow into um, a dartboard or, or yeah, or into a, uh, you know, into a whale's side gotcha right it thunks in solidly and sinks in and stays there uh all right so the uh the arrow thunks in and uh after an after an instant the the pit shivers and uh slides itself open again to devour the arrow and uh baldo you're uh, what were you doing you were sort of peering in to get a better oh, view or see.
1: Yeah, I want to make what? sure that we can reach it with our improvised tool here. Okay.
0: Um, all right. So uh, so as you're like peering in there and you're trying to kind of gauge the distances and the, the lengths and and then this voice next to you says pretties <laughs> and give me an acrobatics roll as you jump out of your skin. <laughs> Odd.
1: Oh, all right. <laughs> if you wish we'd killed him earlier, now, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. Okay. Now,
0: now, now, remember to uh, well, let's see. Hold on. Let's let's let me double check before I penalize you too terribly. What's your uh, penalties are from being all beat up? Attempt an action in combat. All right. Yeah, you're not in combat, so so you're good. All right. So, so you, you very nimbly (laughs) managed to not uh, lose your footing. (sighs) Uh, And your friend Muck is standing there looking down in there. Like, you know, what do you, what do you, what's caught your attention that clearly must be something valuable and uh, then looks up at you and kind of nods his head and gives you
1: a gloppy kind of smile. I point down into the open hole and say pretties. Mm-hmm. ah you're yeah. hungry mm-hmm.
0: the, the the pit starts to close up again
1: all right so how can i gauge how far down the javelin is from this i mean are we talking 10 feet five feet
0: about uh, about 10 feet so from where you are mm-hmm. i would i would put it at maybe 15 feet all told all right you know 10 feet down and
1: whatever five or 10 feet over I uh look up at the at the group and say, Okay, so Muck's back. And I don't think we can uh I don't think we can get there from here. Hey, Jane. Yeah.
3: As it's closing, is the fire still going? Our like our little fire down there?
1: Uh no,
0: no, that's guttered out now. It was just the oil uh. burning itself away. Um so so Muck sees you guys up at the up on the ledge and flaps up in his flappy muddy wings and Flaps over to the ledge and Lands near you You know to pitch in Sprinkles mud on all over you
3: <laughs> Before it closes I have to ask When he's uh-huh. flying up Can I this is Sparta him
0: <laughs> Into the pit I mean he has wings Oh never mind
2: <laughs>
0: All right Shane gave him wings specifically
4: Because
1: he knew
2: that was coming <laughs>
1: Next time, Muck. Next time. Mm -hmm. Well, there's only one thing I can think of to do, frankly. And that's, oh, I don't like this idea. How invested are we in getting the javelin? Very. Okay. Eh. (laughs) It's a Tuesday. What if I told you that the only plan I'm thinking of right now involves tying a rope to one of the ledges and jumping into the hole that is made whenever something stands on this.
5: I we thought I already le- volunteered for that.
1: Do you feel up to it?
5: Yeah. As long as you guys are going to pull me back out.
4: With, with all respect. I think Baldo might be more compact.
5: I'm very compact.
1: I'll leave it there. She she just she just doesn't swim well.
5: <laughs> just very dense. <laughs> That's how compact I am.
1: I've got enough rope to lower one person down and pull them back up. And if I've got help pulling, it shouldn't be any problem.
3: Oh, I've got fifty feet of rope right here.
1: Right. So it's just,
3: it's just that was a joke plan, and so now that it's about to become a real plan.
0: I so, muck muck like tugs on your uh, tugs on your tunic. What's a javelin? It's a It Tastes just like gold. Okay. He uh he kind of furrows his muddy brow thoughtfully, trying to uh you know piece that together.
1: Muck, can you help us get the javelin? I point to the pit and say, "Javelin, can you help?" He uh he kind of looks down at the the pit again. And says,
0: "It's hungry."
5: What does it like to eat?
0: You? Me? Yeah. Anything.
5: Fair.
1: All right. What? Haha. Crab shells. The crab shells when we came in. There's pieces of those big crabs. You're if it's gonna give a, it indigestion. This thing's a garbage disposal. I don't know what that is because that doesn't exist. <laughs> this thing is a bilge hole. Anything we put in it, it, ex- it accepts. I say, if this has to open, let's give it something that's hard to chew. So what do y'all do? Go back one cave and find some shells, I guess. That's the spirit. <laughs> okay, now... Hey, Shane.
3: Yeah? Looking around, are there any like large stalagmites or anything like that that if we were to use and if we fell into it... It would be stone and large enough so that it couldn't completely close its mouth.
0: Uh, not stone, but there's, I mean, close, right? I mean, there's all kinds of weird coral-like growths, some of which are very spiny and kind of sticking out. You could you could certainly harvest a number of things like that.
3: Looking for something large like that, that we could put on it so that it wouldn't try to close, it would take a more time to close.
0: Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. All right. So, so describe, describe what you have in mind. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you dig up? Preferably looking for preferably like two of
3: them almost. And even if we could push them over the top of the ledge so that they could hit separately, like here and here when it opens. So then when it tries to close, it has to like bite through those to close its gullet, but they need to be large enough that they're outside of its mouth.
1: Oh, Okay. I think this whole so, thing's going to open up underneath it, though. I think the whole thing is a mouth.
0: Probably. So, so where would you, uh, like, where where would you where would you lay these things? If I'm understanding you right.
3: Well, almost if they're up here, they'd have to almost, I think, be twelve to fifteen feet long, right? If it's ten foot gullet down up.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, so we'd have really to push long.
3: them through there. Yeah. yeah. So the objective is that it's going to probably chop chew through whatever we get, but we're making time for whoever goes into the pit. When mm-hmm. they inevitably fail for a few rounds, <laughs> they're not automatically dead.
0: Ah, interesting. All right. I resent that implication. Any names. I I'd say <laughs> anybody. Um yeah, okay. So uh, uh, let me see. I that that sound that sounds that sounds like another survival thing. Uh, I guess Dallas sure. can take the lead on that knowing Knowing about the, most of all of you about these things. All right, yeah. So you can you can find a couple of long things. You don't. You can't guarantee how much force either of them will tolerate. You know, if uh, if it comes to it. But but you find a couple of long things that you and Key and Thallus can awkwardly carry over to that ledge.
3: Okay. Is everyone on board with this plan before we do this?
1: I'm. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm, I'm ready to jump into the mouth of the monster.
0: <sighs> All right. All right. So so describe for us how do you go about placing your uh your long corally spines?
3: We will place them strategically here and here. We'll also tie, I'm assuming like my rope on them so we can slow their descent so they don't break when they hit it, so they land on okay. top of it.
0: So yeah, so you're, you're, you're looking at lowering, you're lowering one, you're lowering each of them down to the sort of upright to the base of the, yes, the ledge where you are with an eye toward tipping them into it.
1: Correct. And, and I'm looking over here, uh, for an outcrop that I can tie my rope onto. And so the, the idea being that I'll, uh, tie the rope to my waist, I can jump down and then use the rope to pull myself back up.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of weird, uneven parts of all of the of the walls here that you can tie things onto. All right, very good. All right, so so who kicks this thing off and give us your initial description of your actions?
3: I uh, oh. glads to the strongest member of the party.
1: Ah, a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there's not enough rum in the house right now so only one barrel one barrel oh yes yeah i, I wish i have a i have a a a, a, a flagon it's not enough muck flaps back over to uh where baldo is
0: thinking look baldo kind of looks like the sort of person who might accidentally leave some gold
1: behind him i uh i look at muck and say I point to the thing again and I say, come with me, pretty. Can
5: we just convince him to fly down there and get it?
1: He he looks skeptical (laughs) at that assertion. Well, all right. Whenever you're ready, guys. Okay, let's do this. Okay. As soon as the, the mouth opens, I am going to run and jump down using my acrobatics.
0: Okay, all right. So this—so how do you open it? Is this an arrow shooting into it again, or 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 is this uh, dropping one of those uh, one of those I, big I, spines?
3: I think the big spines should do the game. Big spines, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so um, uh, so, so one other was...
3: thing. Sorry, Shane. One, sure. one last thing. With okay. the excess rope that I have, I'm going to make a lasso with that up here. All right, right. go.
0: <laughs> all right, so the so the the gullet opens, and Baldo, you go leaping. And, uh, and, uh, and roll, uh, roll acrobatics. This one will be at disadvantage, not for the leaping, but the landing. Oh, that makes it a natural one. Okay.
1: So, um,
0: so now Valdo,
1: it's now it's a D and D session.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valdo goes leaping and hits the squishy squelchy acrid floor of this of this thing this pit and then like uh curls up in sudden agony as something inside takes a little too much uh too much of the pressure for uh, for how it's feeling these days um baldo you can kind of smell and feel the acid around Mm -hmm. you roll this first because you fumbled that acrobatics roll okay so that's five points of damage baldo sorry okay i'm not the one who wrote this and uh as you go slamming down into it and you know feel something tear and then the rest of you are watching that uh happen so first cup the next couple of seconds baldo describe what you're trying to do as you uh gnash your teeth and get your wits about you
1: all right i um i got one shot at this so i am going to uh first of all is there a space in the pit that's not covered with the cilia no okay then um i am going i'm going to try and get out of the pit by way of running past the javelin So I understand this is going to be rolls and I'll probably fail something. My intention is to get to the edge of the pit and pull myself up. And if I can grab the javelin on the way, I'm going to grab it and throw it out of the pit. Okay. All right. Like pick it up and and literally toss it up to the ledge and, and then, and then haul ass on the rope. That's my plan. Okay. It is basic and stupid, but so am I. Uh, okay. Uh, make an, uh, make an athletics roll. All right. And we're still at disadvantage, right? Uh, this,
0: I really don't want to make you roll at disadvantage. I feel like I should though. Um, I'll, I'll say, I'm going to, I'm going to say, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's let you make just a straight roll on this. Okay. One. All right. Okay. So, so you have a, you have an awkward choice as you can feel like there's, there's smoke, you know, or kind of rising from Mm -hmm. your, from your uh, shoes or your boots or sandals, whatever you wear. And right. And, uh, and you're starting to lose your footing. Um, You have a choice. You can either hurl that javelin, but you're going to be in here another, another few seconds. Yeah. Or you can drop
1: the javelin and clamber. Uh, We're going to clamber. No. (laughs) I choose clamber.
0: Um, All right. So, so, uh, Baldo clambers, clambers up enough to, uh, are you, are you clambering up entirely out of the pit right now? The mouth of it is not closed yet. It's kind of hung up on those, those spikes that you put in.
1: If I can grab the edge of, uh, if, if I can, if I can sort of steady myself, I wanna uh get out of the acid and then and then look at muck and nod down at the javelin and say muck get the javelin
0: okay make a persuade roll yes <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. okay he kind Baldo of not... showed
1: up to play <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, another natural one for those of you listening <clears throat> at home uh, and uh, he uh, so muck kind of looks down at the javelin and nods at you like, oh, that's a great idea, and goes <laughs> to start untying your rope. Oh, you for the there. love of
1: God. Um, okay. Well. Uh...
0: Astartes and Thalys and Key. What are you up to? Astartes, you go first, because your figure is closest to the edge there, from what I can see. Um, can I lunge and grab him? He's he's too far away, because he's uh, he climbed down, and you're still the... I think you're still at the top of the ledge. Um, ah, okay. Well, in and that case, so he so at, from where you are, Baldo is like in this pit, and about uh, I don't know ten you know five, ten feet away from you. He's not all that far, but also down about ten feet.
4: I guess I will drop down and uh, try to reach down so that I can help him up.
0: Okay. All right. So I'll move. I'll move a stardust around. Uh, you can kind of muscle past. Uh, past Muck to so get to the edge there. Uh, Alright, so yeah, you can, Astardis, you can get to the rope. Uh, you see Muck is sort of fooling with the knot and, um, but you can, uh, you could grab the rope and start hauling if you want to.
4: Uh, sure, I'll, I will be commence hauling.
0: Alright, and, uh, Thallus, you're next closest. What are you doing?
3: And I use the lasso to grab Javelin?
0: You can give it a shot. Yeah, make a, uh, Make a uh, make a, uh, make an athletics roll dex or athletics uh, i think athletics that's that's the skill for like climbing and doing climbing related things
3: 13 15 if i have advantage for some reason
0: uh i don't think 13 i don't think thirteen's going to do it this this would be I, th- this feels sounds like it's going to be pretty intricate so it's like almost you know you 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 lasso the tip of that javelin and then you start pulling and the rope slides off of it before it before it tightens enough
4: can it go end over end and hit baldo in the back
0: <laughs> wait, 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 what now can it go end over end and hit baldo in the back oh the javelin <laughs> uh no not no no such luck yet but key what are you doing
5: I want to throw one of the spines down into the mouth thing again. Hopefully, it will stay open a little longer.
0: Okay. And uh, so, so it goes crashing down with a squelching impact. Um Astartis and Baldo. A Are you are you bringing Baldo all the way up to the to this to solid ground out of the pit?
4: Much as I want him to ignominiously dangle, uh, I <laughs> am. No wait! All the way
1: up. No oh. wait! Look, dangle me. If you can hold me up, dangle me. I can get the. I can get it if you hold the rope.
4: All right. I like to see what happens with another one.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So, so you're gonna lower him down to try to get it. Then uh, a Let's do a. Uh, let's do an athletics test on on your part now. Uh oh.
5: At least she are proficient.
0: All right. So uh, ten is like you kind of. I don't know. You probably have to sort of swing Baldo out there to get close enough to grab the javelin, and he's just not he almost, almost close enough to grab hold of it, but not quite. Damn it! The dwarf would have more inertia. As uh, <laughs> as
1: as I as I as I flail back into the side of the pit, I say over my shoulder, "You single-handedly steered this ship out of a maelstrom, and you can't get me over to the javelin."
0: <laughs> all right so new uh new round one of those big coral spines kind of uh tips over and falls lengthwise into the pit uh, the other one is still kind of jammed up and keeping the pit from closing all the way and uh let's see Thallus, you go first now no baldo you're the one with the awesome initiative so we'll just i'll let you go first you kind of just know uh... what you're doing
1: since I'm on the rope, can I push, uh, can, I, can I use my weight and my inertia to sort of uh, uh, make another swing and try to grab the javelin as I swing by? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you can make an acrobatics roll, and you can choose if you want to roll it at a disadvantage, and I'll give you inspiration.
1: I will choose to roll at a disadvantage.
0: Okay. Okay, not quite, but you get inspiration. <laughs> but uh, but not quite. You are like contort yourself and then sets in again, and you just can't quite. Come on, and, uh, Ballas, What about you?
3: So what I wanted to, I'm not sure if it's too late. Is but as it's falling lengthwise, I want since I'm holding a rope, I want to ride the spine down, <sighs> grab the spirit it hits, and then use the rope to yank myself back up. actually swing myself back up acrobatically. I'll swashbuckle like. Uh, nice.
0: Okay. And the, the what's the rope tied onto?
3: It's tied on to the other spine and somewhat up here to secure it a little bit.
5: Uh, key will grab it if possible. Mm-hmm. He did okay. this
1: on the ship I'm, too. I'm sort of
0: I'm sort of trying to and I'm in, uh, uh, help me envision the, the 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 swinging back. If Since you imagine a is, pendulum and you're at the far end of that pendulum, is the top <laughs> is the top of the pendulum somewhere where, you're gonna that's be that's gonna able be
3: where s- key is because that's where like the rope okay. is secured. Key's holding it. The others.
0: So you're kind of swinging. Okay, is still I see. There. And you're going to be sort of climb, clamp, trying to climb up it, and I'm, you know, give I'm legolossing
3: it right now.
0: All right, all right. Make make an acrobatics roll. Salus is away. Twenty-two. Jeez, oh, that's a twenty-two. <laughs> all right, legoloss. <laughs> the uh, the the elf glides down uh, and uh, seizes the, uh, the the javelin, and then swings back up again on the backswing to the uh, to to the the edge of the pit with the Reward. javelin in hand and do, do you wear gloves or just naked yes. hands gloves okay, i so, fight monsters so your so your gloves are kind of smoking a little bit and uh, and you have you have the treasured javelin in your hands now and let's see astartus what are you doing you still you're still hanging on to the rope from which baldo dangles yes i'll reel him in Okay, uh, no, give me sure. a give me another athletics roll and just don't fumble this.
4: <laughs> I mean, you know, we, there's no more point in keeping the bait out on the line. Uh huh. Or maybe there okay, is. an eighteen
0: is certainly not a fumble. So there you go. Uh, all right, so you haul a Baldo up. Baldo is in great pain and and kind of pale. Balus, you have the, uh, the, the the pit slurps itself close again, having nothing else to chew on. Uh, and those spikes, both having fallen, and then uh, things kind of get quiet again. Muck flaps up to uh, to join Thalus and uh, and Key and see what all of this was about. Thalus, you're holding. you're holding a uh, you're holding a javelin. The design of it looks like it's probably from um, it's probably uh, like a Samaran design, which is one of which is the uh, this sort of vast network of kingdoms off in the deserts to the east that came in and you know generations ago uh, conquered everything and uh, th- that was formerly conquered by the Zerans and then uh, and then left satraps in charge but has not really been active since then and and there are runes all along the uh, the javelin that are you, uh, I, I think either you or Key could recognize our uh, Samaran symbols of their uh, storm god, their god yeah. of storms and,
1: and war. I, from the edge of the pit, I look up at Enthalus uh, and, and I say, Nicely done. Nicely done. You couldn't have done that before I lost my shoes, but nicely done.
3: I wanted you to feel like you're helpful in doing something.
1: <laughs> well, mission accomplished. All right. Uh, Muck kind of
0: leeches up to prod and sniff the javelin and then nope. Look, nope. looks up at you, Thalas, like he he gives you a look like he caught you in a lie and he's a little irked about it.
5: This isn't shiny at all.
0: Mm-mm. Doesn't taste anything like gold.
1: I will uh, cautiously and carefully move to the other side of the uh, pit by skirting the edge of it so that I can look down into this larger uh, cavern.
0: Uh, Yeah. All right. So looking, looking down the cavern, it, uh, it sort of uh, descends down an uneven slope towards uh, deep shadows. What looks like a, uh, in the, in the luminescence in another Oh, who knows? Fifty feet or so. It looks like it descends into a, a small tunnel hmm. leading away to the south.
1: Why don't uh, Why don't you two on the ledge join us? All right. So right here is sort of where it levels out. This uh, this area here.
0: Uh, yeah, and that there's another another tunnel, Baldo, where you are that descends away northward, as you can oh. see on the map there. Okay.
1: We have two choices. Can anybody throw this uh, weapon? I Now that we have it, I look at uh, pointedly at Astartes and uh, Thallus and say, is this something you can use?
4: I will grab it and heft it and can I tell how far I can throw it?
0: Uh, javelins, uh, I think 120 feet is their Usual maximum range off the top of my head. It's a martial ranged weapon proficiency wise. So I'm pretty sure Thalas and Astartus both are proficient with javelins. Key might be. I don't remember what her weapon proficiencies are though.
5: Too tall for her.
0: Oh, well, sure. Okay. Naturally.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm not proficient in martial weapons.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody can throw a javelin, but Astartus and Thalas are going
1: to be better at it. Very good. Well, hold on to that. If it survived down there, it's probably uh stronger than normal weapons.
4: It's gonna outlive me, gotcha.
1: What uh what say you? Head straight or uh go to the uh corridor uh off to my left.
4: Let's go left. I hate to leave a unchecked corridor to our back, if it can be avoided.
0: <sighs> okay oh. so Baldur, are you leading the way again, or well,
1: uh, I'm gonna I'm what? gonna head back over to the ledge, uh, retrieve the chicken, and come back. Actually, Keith, can you uh, hold on to this? Uh, sure if thing. I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be scouting ahead, I'd rather be quiet.
5: How how bad are you feeling? Because I can cast um, cure wounds again, but I only have two level one spell slots. Uh, I'm
1: bad off.
5: Okay, I'm gonna cast cure wounds then.
1: All right.
0: So roll for that hit point.
5: Seven back.
1: Uh, that's great. That gets me up to full, which is m- less one because of my lingering wound. All right. Thank you.
5: No problem. Thank oh. you for retrieving the valuable javelin, or at least trying to.
1: I'd like to say it's the thought that counts, but <laughs> I don't believe that. I believe it's the treasure that counts. Always the treasure. I agree. Very good. All right. They're bonding. <laughs> we're 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 already friends we're, we're we've got we've got we're simpatico vis-a-vis this whole uh, gold thing
5: yeah
0: <laughs> i mean i like to think you're all sharing sharing uh, the kinds of dangers that bring people together
1: why certainly
0: across the divides of culture and background
1: um okay so i will uh get back out and lead the way in stealth uh, right. so, so that you're... I can uh, be creepy and sneaky. And okay, so you're creeping
0: not... northward, is that right? And around Yes, that that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, make a make a stealth roll. Okay, uh, thirteen is not too bad. So you, uh, yeah. So you're. I'll move your. I'll move your token um, to where you get a pretty good view of what's going on. Uh, how I guess. Well, I guess how far are you advancing the 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 tunnel? I'm going to creep until levels, it opens up. Okay, so it sort of levels off and grows wider and ahead of you it, uh, it narrows again but, but you can see uh, there's a, 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 a ever so slightly brighter glow coming from there.
1: Okay. Uh, Alright, I'm going to hold up here and wait for everybody else. And okay. there's nothing, there's nobody in the cave here. There's nothing. Uh, uh, no. let, me, uh, let me make a quick uh, investigation and see if there's uh, anything on the ceiling or anything on the walls or anything else that might be willing to eat my face.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Make, a, make an investigation roll. Uh, no, nothing eats your face. Very good. Um, you find some, some sort of strange... Uh, patterns and the growths that recur that feel like that they, they sort of hint at some kind of purpose or meaning that eludes you.
1: Um, is are they pattern? Does it, does it even look like language or is it just simply a, a, a pattern that repeats? You, you just, you just can't tell.
0: And Got it's, it. I mean, it, it's, it's also irregular enough that, once you stop uh, thinking about it, you sort of lose track of it. Gotcha.
1: I uh, I make a noise to let everybody else know that they can head this way. Okay. Well, what does everybody else do?
0: For the noise. Yeah. All right. So you 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 descend, come around a corner, join Baldo there as as I described, and then
1: what? Um, the glow that you mentioned is coming from here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 directly ahead of you where mm-hmm. the cavern narrows again.
1: I I will stealth forward to the I'll I'll make a a wave at them, point to that that corridor and uh and stealth over. My intention is to get right to the edge here and look around so I can look into where the light's coming from without being seen. Let's see. Uh you can terrible stealth roll all right
0: Uh, okay so put your move your token to where you had
1: in mind to uh to go right well I guess right there
0: okay so just just where it where it kind of opens up again Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and uh all right so it looks like the uh beyond where the cavern narrows uh it, it opens up and widens and and grow, and and where it widens out, it's it's a good bit higher, taller. Uh, there are there are these. There's there's a pulsing of luminescent lights from from these nodules or like blisters throughout the the walls all around here, all around the this this next chamber. At the far end of the chamber, you see that it uh, it looks like it leads. That there are a number of of small narrow tunnels leading out of this chamber, and in uh, like around the walls, you see uh, a, a number of what you suspect are shrines, um, because they're 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 sort of these strange shapes that have grown up from the stuff of the temple. Uh, about which you can see silver scattered and gold scattered and a voice that seems to come from all throughout this next, the cavern that you're looking into, you hear this voice kind of uh, whisper,
1: come. I look uh, back at Key and say in a clear, strong voice, we're gonna need that chicken now. I think.
5: Yeah, I'll move forward with it. Can I make a religion check to see if I recognize any more of what's going on in this temple?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, you can give it a shot.
5: Mm-hmm. Probably <laughs> not.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you you as well are confident that it's a, uh, you know, that those are shrines, not just accidental piles of treasure but what meaning they may have is completely foreign to you
1: I um I take the chicken from her and I'm gonna say again very loudly greetings exalted one I am here with my friend and our chicken just the two of us may we enter and uh I'm going to uh, make a little motion with my hand as I wipe the back of my head, basically hang back until, uh, until uh, it looks like we're going to need uh, some arrow shots.
0: Okay. That that's to uh Dallas and mm Stardust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a Stardust you hear, you hear mucks, muddy wings flapping near, near nearby. And, um, he kind of you feel you feel him sort of prod the back of your helmet, and say, uh, and and you see him gesture ahead to where they are and say, "Oh, pretties, 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 lead the way." Uh, okay, he he squelches between you and Thallus and flaps ahead, and then turns and beckons the two of you to come. Okay. So, Key and Baldo,
1: what are you doing? Uh, I am going to step into the cavern right here right. and see if I can spot where the voice is coming from. Okay, Key. What about you?
5: I am moving into the the cavern as well, keeping my eyes open as much as possible.
0: Okay. Um, as you as you step in, a uh, a shape comes out of comes into view from one of those tunnels that leads out and away uh, and it's a uh, it looks like the the long dead corpse of one of the sea folk you know one of the one of the people that you met under the uh, at the bottom of the sea but and, and he he wears this kind of elaborate crown and long robes but is like not 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 exactly translucent translucent but it, it it doesn't look entirely solid not entirely there and he uh, he comes he, he steps forward and more plainly into view and stares imperiously out of a, out of dead eye sockets at baldo and key and says that uh, it is good that you have come and when he speaks, I mean, you get the sense it's him speaking, but at the same time, the voice is the same that whispered before, mm-hmm. and it's whispering from everywhere in this mm. cavern. And, uh, and, and, and he says, one of you must, must take my instruction to the, to the folk th- that I abandoned long ago. They must resume bringing sacrifices to the nameless one. Oh, uh,
1: but we've brought a sacrifice. We've brought Which a sacrifice you is the
0: sacrifice.
1: Not us. And I hold the cage with the chicken aloft, and I say, "This, their imperial chicken of Crag Morley. This is the chicken of kings. This is the chicken that people have gone to war over. This chicken is the most valuable chicken in the known realm. And I have stolen this from the people of above, the kings of the lands above us, with the intention of bringing it here as a show of fealty to you. And I'm hoping to God <laughs> that you'll so, let me break a persuasion check <laughs> to see if the, he buys uh, that load of bullshit.
0: <laughs> you know, you can make a persuasion roll, sure so uh, a 12 is not terrible but not great and either way he uh, the 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 dead priest stares at you in silence after your speech for a moment of absolutely palpable hatred oh boy <laughs> and he says he says the voice around you whispers There will be a day when the gods of Earth weaken and the waves crash, life-giving across the Nameless One and stirs it to hunger and vengeance. Until then, living blood must suffice. I think yours. He looks at Key and
1: waits. All right. So... I say loud enough to be heard in the other cave. Okay. Usual stuff's not working. So I guess what's going to happen is Key is going to have to kill me to appease the demon. And she's going to do that right in just a second.
0: Uh, muck comes flapping between you into the middle of the big chamber. (laughs) And, uh, looks around with gleaming ecstatic joy at all of the treasure. And um, the, the priest turns and stares at, uh, at Muck and then makes a gesture and Muck gleefully flaps over to one of the shrines and picks up a, picks up a gem and, uh, you know, steps out of sight, kind of humming to himself and tasting it, and uh, you know, with uh, with tremendous
1: joy. So you two know each other. Outstanding. All right. We await
0: the sacrifice.
1: Yes, just just one second on the whole sacrifice thing, and I'm gonna uh, move to here, and I'm gonna look at Key and say, "Well, when I get out of your way." I suppose that would be the time to do something about it. Yes. So so my plan is to, uh, is to go into dodge mode. And uh, as soon as I'm out of her way, my intention, (laughs) oh boy, I'm going to try and get, uh, I'm going to attempt to get to where I can hide in shadows with the hopes of, uh, uh, using backstab later, but while I'm getting out of the way and Key is shooting, perhaps the uh, the archers can step up and uh, keep firing at this thing, or throw the javelin.
0: Um, all right, so I'll tell you what. Let's
1: go ahead and make uh,
0: everybody everybody make your initiative rolls. All right, we're up to initiative. Get them on the table.
5: Yeah, Key initiative yeah. two. Ooh.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> okay, so we have Baldo at the top, and Baldo, describe, describe what you do. All right, uh, I am going to. Uh, right, turn right. Away. I'm sorry. Right now, just to clarify, you're standing in between Key and the and priest. And the priest. Yes. And you've been facing her. Right. Okay.
1: So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn around with my hands up and i am going to dash this way trying to head to to right here
0: okay. uh, you, uh you can move you can move uh you know 6 uh, 30 feet 6 squares and so uh and then and then uh and then attempt uh, an action if you need to go further than that
1: right so what i'm going to do is actually uh i'm going to move to here which looks like the darker of the corridors and uh when i get to this uh cave is when I'm going to attempt to hide in shadows. So I'm going to run to right here and down the mouth uh, about five feet. And I'm going to try and, and duck back using stealth to, to get out of sight.
0: Uh, okay. Um, I, you know what? Yeah. You, uh, give me a, give me a stealth roll. Go ahead and roll for it. All right. Th- the odds of, in the, yeah, yeah, that's not going to be good. You're, you're not confident. I mean, assuming you know, it's for as far as you can tell, the priest can see because he was right. certainly glaring daggers at you. Yes, but you just ran right past him. And, right. And, um, you know, so you're I didn't not say it was brilliant. If, yeah, you're not confident that you'd be hidden from him at this point if he decided to take an interest in you.
1: Right. And my, uh, you, my intention is that hopefully he will. Not go after me, okay. uh, Especially since he's about to have his hands full with other things.
0: Okay, Uh, you still have an action you can attempt if you want
1: one. I'm I'm going to hold my attack action. Okay, and at what
0: condition is going to set that off?
1: If he moves towards Key uh, to engage with her, or if he steps forward, or if he turns his attention to Key and uh, and attacks her at range. Okay.
0: And what 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 are you what are you going to be using to attack him? You're too far at this point to stand. I
1: I brought the short right next to you. I brought the short bow for this very thing. Sure. All right. Very well.
0: And uh, Thallus, you're next up. You you see where you are. You can kind of see into the cave. You don't see the entirety of it, but you see enough, and you see Baldo go darting out of. Uh, you know, darting into uh, one of the little side tunnels directly opposite where you are at the entrance of this of this cavern,
3: what do you do? Since the Stardust took the javelin, I will do what I do
0: best and shoot it. All 15. right. So you're moving. Are you moving up to a? Uh, I can see it from right here. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 uh, the priest. Yeah I, yeah, I think you probably could. Okay. Um, shoot him from the safety of the hallway. Yeah, I'll let that. I'll let. let. Uh, let that one. Let that one go.
5: Okay. It's so a what was that word. A f-
3: Fifteen. Fifteen and eleven points of damage.
0: Okay. So nice. your. Uh, so your arrow, it, it like hits. It, it. It. It darts into where the priest is, and passes through him. But it seems to slow down substantially on its way through, and he turns with a hiss at you. Uh, let's see. Muck is enjoying himself. Astardus, you're next. You're standing next to Thallus. You don't have a view of the enemy from where you are. You see Key ahead of you, but you have a pretty good sense of what's going on. Far away is Key. Uh, Key is only about oh I don't know ten or fifteen feet from where you are.
4: All right, I will move forward so that I have shield coverage of Key.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. And so you advance, you advance enough that you can, you can plainly see the, the, uh, this spectral priest now only 10-ish feet away from where you are, you and Key are, hissing at Thalus as his arrow passes through it. Do you, are you taking any action this turn?
4: Uh, no, I'd like to uh, hold my action in case anyone, uh, in case he comes this way.
0: Okay, what, what's your held action going to be? Like a spear stab? Him. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Very good. And all right. So the spectral priest now floats up into the air and Mm. seems to, uh, seems to almost swell with gathered, terrifying infernal power. And you feel these like every, every inch of your nerves, suddenly all of you suddenly start, screaming to turn and go the other way you know it's almost as it's it's like the feeling that you get when a when a you know if you see something sharp heading right for your eye that's that's how that's how screeching this feeling is and each of you needs to make a wisdom saving throw at uh, dc difficulty 13 that's a failure for baldo and a, what do we have? We had a 10 for Baldo, which is a failure. We had an 11 for Key, which is a failure, but we had a nine, uh, no, for, we had an a, a 11 for yeah,
5: An 11 for Astartus, yeah.
0: 11 for Star- Astartus which is a, still a failure. A 19 for Key and a 16 for Thallus, both of which succeed. So um, that rising, screaming panic completely overwhelms uh, Baldo and Astartus. Um, you are in technical terms, you have the D&D condition known as frightened, which means you cannot move yourself any closer to the spectral priest who has so terrified you. And you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls as long as he is within your line of sight. Well, that's no good. Whoops. um thanks megan and
5: uh <laughs> what does it mean all
0: uh, right so key it is your it's your it's your turn now
5: all right, I'm going to cast guiding bolt mm mm-hmm. which does it's radiant damage, yes. so hopefully I've learned my lesson and hopefully I roll well okay this is with an attack
0: all right uh nineteen definitely bolts him, so uh yeah, roll the whatever the damage is for that. Wow, 14.
1: That's brutal.
5: Okay. Uh, it's the only time um, I can do it.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> it's a great, great time to do it, though.
5: And yeah. um, the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage, thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target in Telvin.
0: Gotcha. All right. Baldo, make a dexterity saving throw. Very good. It's not quite. Um, all right. So as you're uh, as you feel your your uh, that that panic seep in and spread throughout your your blood it, it it's almost like that distracted you so much that you didn't realize there were a number of spines that have now stuck themselves out of this wall <sighs> and into you okay all right and uh oh Okay. Um, so you take seven points of damage oh. and, and as you're sort of teetering on the edge of, of passing out, you hear you, 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 I mean, you don't really hear it with your ears, but in your head or from somewhere in your soul, you have, you hear this whispering voice say, this is your last chance to live a life of strength and survival. To leave this place intact, you have only to make, to agree to what we require. I'll take the deal. <laughs> okay. So the uh, the the spines withdraw, and you uh, regain. Well, you heal fifteen hit points, but that's more than enough to uh, bring you back to your your maximum. And you hear the you hear the the voice in your in your head. Saying, "You must leave one of them for me. One of them then shall be the sacrifice, <laughs> and there, oh. will be, there will be further, further sacrifices and glories to come." Of course,
1: all if you, right.
0: If you, if you rescind this agreement, then you will become one of my children and join me in eternal glory where you may never leave
1: or refuse me again boy this seems really steep really like to go over the terms and conditions
5: <laughs> it's too late you already signed
1: i
0: i know i, I you see I, what happens you click you click agree without reading that you giant you click agree without page.
4: reading i know you just had to have those two months free didn't you
0: this mm-hmm.
1: is how you make the uh, human centipede okay um <laughs> i hope not <laughs> i will uh are we back at the top of the initiative?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's your turn, in fact.
1: Okay, I'm going to step out of the uh, cave here, and
0: um, oh, in fact, you the the penalty that you have for your internal injury, mm-hmm. you, you're not suffering that penalty right now.
1: I say good news, everybody. I've decided to uh, pledge my troth to the to the sea demon, and uh, we're going to need a sacrifice. Astardis, do you have the sacrifice stick on you still? And I kind of glance down at the uh, javelin. Where do you need it? Hand it to me. I will uh, turn and unceremoniously throw it at the uh, spectral priest, and I'm going to use my inspiration to help me with the throw. Okay. So do you need just a regular attack roll for this?
0: Uh, yeah, well, if you're using inspiration, you can uh, you attack with advantage. Right, and uh, this is not one you're proficient with. Nope. So you, uh, oh no, a javelin is a simple weapon. My bad. Okay, so you do have proficiency with it, I think. Do you are you proficient with all simple weapons, or is it a restricted list?
1: It Waldo. is a no. It says simple weapons. I can throw. I can throw a javelin. Ooh. Okay,
0: um, it uses strength, not dexterity which will be so, no help. Okay. So you get your, you get your proficiency modifier plus two and then uh, your strength modifier. If you have one applies I to that as well. Do not. Okay. Uh, so roll that and you can roll it with advantage for the inspiration.
1: We're going to, I'm going to roll just a straight D 20 and we're going to add uh, two to it.
0: Okay. Uh, so it's a four and a three. Wow.
1: Okay. But, and that sucks uh, mightily. So the four would be a six, and the three would be a five.
0: So and as you're, uh, I'm
1: confident that does not hit.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you're, as you, as you pull the javelin back and prepare to throw it, you find yourself overwhelmed with with uh, pain and nausea, and the javelin kind of uh, goes wobbling across. The uh, <laughs> you know uh, towards him and then clatters uselessly to the ground Ugh. and um, you lose those hit points you got back so you're back to one back to one and and, uh, and you hear the the and you see the spectral priest his his like dead face twists in a mocking contemptuous sneer and Thallus, it is your turn so where exactly is the javelin? the javelin, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i draw a little shape here. It's right, do you see where I drew it right behind the priest? No. Oh, okay. Oh, so he did throw it, and it's literally behind the priest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there.
4: Put him out of his misery. It's what he would have wanted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do, Thalys? I'll deal with this attack of opportunity that'll probably kill me. Move to there. Oh, uh, oh. okay. And then All right. running, so, uh, running so- across the room running across yeah. sliding under it grabbing the javelin and thrusting up
0: okay uh yeah that'll 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 all of that will work you've got enough room to move and, or, you know you can cover that distance and grab the thing and stab uh make an attack roll and this is this this is strength again it's, it's it's not finesse so you don't add your you don't use
3: your dexterity and we still have advantage right now right
0: uh i don't think you have advantage do you so have advantage well we that was cast last round.
1: Yeah. No. It's to it's to the end of keys round. She, oh, uh, keys
0: thing. Yeah. 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 You do. Yeah. Good call.
3: Nobody nope, we did the same thing that It's a five or, or a three. Yeah. Well, right, no, not meant to be.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Seriously. Are any what of are you a single 20 would have been a 15. That would have been beautiful. <laughs> if only there's, there's an alternate timeline out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are are any of you proficient with Arcana, the skill? Arcana, I guess? I am. Okay. Uh, Key, give me an Arcana roll. Some random javelin. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, that's a natural 20.
5: (laughs) A 20 on one day and a one on the other. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, so Key, you're sort of, it it occurs to you, you have this flash that a, a weapon like this that, that, that you've found, it probably has to be, like there's probably some um, incantation with which you can summon its power or the power of the storm god who consecrated it for it to have its full effect.
5: Can I make like a religion check to try to think of what a good incantation would be?
0: If you if you had the thing in hand and were studying it, studying those runes, maybe, Yay. you might you might could do that. Uh, in the meantime, Muck comes flapping up to see what all the what all the commotion is, and uh, he goes flapping past, and so he com- he sort of settles down next to Baldo where your where Baldo is, you know, staggering there kind of starts looking Baldo over, looking for the valuable bits before he falls. Oh. And Ast- Astardis, it's your turn.
4: All right. Uh, what, key, are you sharing your bit of insight?
5: With yes. The also, I need I need to see the javelin.
4: All right. I will run over to the javelin and throw it to her.
0: <laughs> okay. So Thallus is holding it right now. He just tried to stab the, the priest with it.
4: Ah, all right. Well, I will run over and grab it from him and try to throw it to her.
0: Okay, uh, all right, I'll move you over there. Dallas. are you letting the javelin be grabbed from you? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right, no problem. So so the the javelin is over here with key now. I remember And a cooking uh, competition where they only had. The, oh, oh, hold on, hold on! I, I, I totally screwed up here. Or something, uh, Astarte, you need to make a wisdom saving throw before you can attempt. Oh yeah, because I have to get closer to him. So scared, he's so scary. That is not a success. Yeah, you think about doing that, and then like that absolute, like knees turning to water Panic that you haven't felt for years just sweeps over you again and you can't bring yourself to move forward.
4: Oh no, it's like high school.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you want to do something instead? Since you can't move forward, are you going to shoot muck with with your uh, crossbow? Yeah. Okay, all right, so you can drop the spear and haul your crossbow up and let fly. Okay, a six is not a six, the the bolt goes wide, like slams into the, the chitinous wall. behind muck and he kind of flinches and looks around and scowls in your direction, Astardus. Mm, bad. And uh the priest now. Oh, this sucks. Not for the priest, for you guys. The the priest turns to uh to ballas and glares and you know, is he going to do this again? I don't think he's going to do this again. I think he's just going to try to kill somebody. All right. I'm going to roll a die to see who he's going to kill. If it's a one through three, he goes after Baldo, who just reneged on the uh, deal that that, uh, that he was making with the sea demon. And if it's a four through six, he goes after Thallus, who just tried to stab him. It's uh, hey. a six. So thallus it is. <laughs> and uh, Thallus, what is your armor class, please?
3: A shiny, powerful fourteen. Most intimidating. How about you roll another six, Shane? Try. Sure, or two.
0: Okay, so instead that is a 16 total. Uh. <clears throat> and as he turns on you and reaches out, and his his hand kind of touches you and sinks into you, and you feel this deathly chill starting to spread into your marrow for 12 points of damage. Ouch. And and you need to make a constitution saving throw
3: then unless i have advantage in this 20. all
0: right it is dc 10 so you're uh, so you're good and, but I have no uh, hit points. right yeah, yeah well good's a relative term um all right so Thallus sinks to the ground insensate uh, rendered unconscious by the necrotic touch of this priest Muck flaps 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 up and up in the air to clamber up among the the strange shadows of the ceiling. Uh, and he'll I'll treat that as a disengage action so he doesn't get stabbed because he's alert now to your to your evilness. And before you know it he's like vanishes into the the mud and and muck of the stuff of the temple. And Astardis, it's your turn, and you can make another wisdom save. All right.
5: I don't think I went last round. Did you not? I don't think so.
0: No, you didn't, because I uh no, I got confused. I had the attack on Thalus and then I treated that like it was Thallus's turn. Yeah. So that's my bad. So Muck is not vanished and um it's Key's turn. I'll, okay. I'll wind that back a little bit.
5: I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame at the at the priest. Okay. Which is a DC roll for him. DC 13 dex. Dex
0: Deck save, all right. Uh, he gets an 11 total, so he fails that. And what happens to him?
5: Seven radiant damage.
0: All right, so he the, the, the voice around all around you kind of hisses and snarls in frustration and anger as the priest recoils away from that power. Uh, are you moving anywhere this turn, Key?
5: No, I'm I'm happy where I am.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, top of the top of the round and it's Baldo's turn.
1: My turn is extremely simple. I am going to run and hide behind the wall here. Okay. Uh or, and... or I should say stagger. Okay. Pobble? Uh let's see. Thallus,
0: uh Thallis, make a death save, please a constitution check? No, it's just a raw d20 roll. 10 or better. Nope. Oh, okay. So, uh, you've got, um, on your character sheet, there should be a, uh, a tracker to show, to show failed death saves. Do they have that? Yeah. It's on the, the core sheet. If you're looking at that, uh, next to your hit dice, underneath your hit points. So click the first of those got failure it. circles. All right, and uh, Muck now flaps, flaps, flaps up and blends into the scenery. And Astardis, now you can uh, roll for that wisdom save to overcome your terror. 15 does it. All right, Astardis, you break the hold that that uh, terrifying power had on you. You can move wherever you like.
4: All right, grab the uh, javelin since uh, Dallas won't be needing it for a while and uh, toss
0: it okay. over to uh key okay now the, the, the job over there with key all right and you know what a start is make a uh, make a dexterity save for me or or uh or an athletics check whichever's whichever's better
5: uh, um, athletics is better
0: if it's uh if it's a 13 so, wow. yeah yeah all right so i'll tr- so you st- i'll say you still have an action ahead of you then uh, if, you want to, uh, if you want to attack this priest or do something else. Alright, I'll stab him with a spear.
4: It'll at least uh, you know, get his attention away from Thalys. Okay.
0: Alright. Let's see it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you jam your spear into the priest and it, it's not quite like stabbing a living thing. There's, it's like there's some substance there, but, but not the substance of a living body. It's like high school, and let's see. So the priest now turns on Astardus, who's the latest one to stab him, and reaches out with his grasping, bony hands. With a natural one, so the uh, so he does not grab you, and in fact, uh, in fact, you know what, Astardis I'm going to give you an opportunity attack against him Wow. because of him fumbling like that. Hands to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, he, uh, he like, you know, reaches out for you and jams himself onto your spear again as it sinks into the floor. And, uh, he like howls and spits curses at you, ectoplasm spattering. (laughs) And, Key, it is your turn.
5: All right. I'm going to do the same thing as last time and cast
0: you're gonna study the javelin.
5: Oh yes that's what I was going to do. I'm gonna study the okay. spear.
0: <laughs> all right all right uh, okay so uh, uh, you know what you start looking the spear over the, the javelin over make yeah make a religion check. It's not gonna be an easy one
5: oh, yeah you well, don't
0: you, you don't find yeah. you don't find the key yet. you're sort of looking through and racking your brains for what he, all these various symbols. Stand
5: it's been a while for. since I took comparative religions,
0: Exactly,
4: well, you know you open the the uh, pamphlet of instructions, and you're on the French
0: page. Ah, French <laughs> all right um, worst <laughs> top of the uh, top of the next round, and baldo, it's your turn.
1: I will stick my head out from behind the cover and uh, fire an arrow for all the good it will do. okay at the priest yeah at the priest. all right. You never know, you might keel over.
0: I mean, Thallus is just laying there. If you want an accidental sacrifice,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to shoot the priest.
0: <laughs> okay, uh... all right, yeah, your arrow uh, sinks into sinks into him and beyond, and the the priest sort of shimmers there. You know, it's it's like a, almost like a, a fire that's guttering, trying to go out phallus on your turn you need another dexter another death save rather
1: straight twenty
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, so now mark now mark uh, that's a sixteen which succeeds so mark one success on that death track and uh Astartus, it is your turn again all right uh I keep stabbing I guess all right so you're uh you jam your spear into the priest again and wow. whatever whatever hold that his half discorporate form had on the the world uh seems to break and with a with a gasp of you know deathly uh deathly air he fades into nothingness and uh yeah yeah that's and that's what happens
5: Almost got it figured out, everyone. Oh.
0: <laughs> and that's, that's it for... Yeah, go ahead, us. Key, a little help here. And Key, it's your turn.
5: Uh am going to cast uh, the Sacred Flame at Muck. Oh, wow. Oh, he's disappeared. No, I'm oh. going to... Sorry. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to help my TB.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: I'm going to
5: try to stabilize Thallus. Um,
0: Right over there with Statthalis. All right. Yeah. Uh, is this a cure wound spell or is this just stabilization with?
5: Just a, a stabilization because I'm spell? out of first level spells.
0: Oh, are you? Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Make a make a healing healing test then.
5: All right. Well. Not
0: quite. No. You're, I tried. am trying, but it's like, you know.
5: You I trained st- in dwarf anatomy and this elven anatomy it's so <laughs>
0: And he wasn't even stabbed anywhere that
1: you can that you can suture. <laughs> Stop sticking your fingers in there, uh, Baldo. It's your turn. We're. St- are, uh, I'm. I'm looking around uh, now. I'm going to make a uh, a perception check behind me. What uh, this little area here is this an empty cave or is there something in here?
0: Uh, let's see. You find there's a there's another shrine, and you see there are a few skeletons. Of long, dead sea folk mm-hmm. uh, arrayed out as if in ceremonial poses. Um, and uh, one of them, on its uh, one of, on its bony finger, there's a, a beautiful coppery looking ring that is uh, that's carved with this uh, like a, a fish symbol, and there are gold pieces and silver pieces scattered all
1: around. All right then, first things first. I pocket the ring. Okay. And then say, hey everybody, there's gold and silver in here.
0: All right. Uh, Thallus, it is your turn to make another death saving throw.
4: He's stealing from you. Surely that that's will raise your
0: It seems like that's doing the trick. That's a second success on the track. Uh, Baldo, from above you, <laughs> you hear you hear this voice say, "My pretties,
1: mine." Oh, I'm gonna need a little help in here, guys. I look up. It's Muck, isn't it?
0: Uh, you can just barely make out his eyes staring at you from the slimy stuff of the of the ceiling. All right, I say, Muck. Do not come down
1: here. It's very dangerous.
0: So, okay. So, he's he's holding his action, but he he just he just hisses even even more emphatically. Mine. And okay. Astartus, it's your turn.
2: Can
4: I see Muck from here?
0: No, no. He's like there's there's this little side cave that Baldo uh, went into.
4: All right, I will go answer Baldo's
0: request for assistance. Very good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you get one, two, three, four five, six. you can you get into the <clears throat> entrance of that little side cave and you see Baldo ahead of you and you see the the skeletons and the the weird malformed shrine and the treasure and uh, roll a roll perception for Astardus coming in there. Uh, okay, yeah, you don't you don't see where you don't see where Muck is hiding. That's I mean, you can tell Baldo's looking up, so it's clearly up there somewhere if if that's what's going on. So Astardis, do you have any actions you want to take, or do you want to use an action to dash and move all the way in there with Baldo? Or, uh, or
4: I guess that? I'll dash all the way in so at least he has the benefit of the shield.
0: Gotcha. Oh, bless your heart. All right. All right. And that was Astardis. Uh, the Spectral Priest is not with us. And now it's Key's turn.
5: I'm gonna roll medicine for Thalas again. All right. I'm not, not yet. <laughs> not.
0: not yet. All right. Top of the round. Baldo Muck is glaring at you.
5: Did my
1: I say to him? Now look, we've been sharing our treasure with you. You have to share your pretties with us. And I'm gonna uh, try to persuade him to calm down. Come on, we're your friends. We've given you stuff. All right, make a make a persuade roll. No, no,
0: he just he just glares at you and is is waiting to see if you if you depart. I, mean, I is, too is in peace.
1: I too am going to hold action.
0: Uh huh. What, what's, what's your held action?
1: Uh, if if he uh, darts down towards me, then I am going to rapier up at him. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, sorry, Baldo, I took a pot shot at him. No, it's. <laughs>
1: It's okay. He's probably mad because I put a ring in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. So, Thallus, uh, it's your turn. Another death save, I'm afraid. But well, that's a failure. So that Marcus second failed notch. Oh, okay. This, this one, It's getting interesting now. It's the suspense that gets me. Because if you fail the next one, you are unfortunately dead right there. Let's see. So I had that was, I had Baldo, oh, no, sorry, I had Baldo acting just now, uh, and Thallus did that, and now it's, all right, now it's Muck's turn. So Muck leans out, out of the, uh, the slime of overhead and inhaling as he does so, and then belches this avalanche of viscous mud all over Astartis. <laughs> oh, no. Astartis needs to make a dexterity saving throw or be coated by this stuff and restrained. <laughs> is that a natural That's a natural one.
5: Yeah.
0: Oh. All right. <laughs> coded and restrained it is. And Astartis, it's your turn. Uh, ordinarily, you could... Repeat that saving throw, or you can repeat it at the end of each of your turns. So you spend this this turn uh, restrained and covered in grossness. Uh, at the end of the turn, you can make another saving throw, uh, but this is going to be at disadvantage because you failed that first one so spectacularly. All right. Well, um, can I see him? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's within view now, but you're covered with covered with mud and it's holding you in place until you can wriggle free.
4: Okay, so I will just go ahead and try to wriggle free. All right.
0: Uh not yet, not with that not with that uh disadvantage. And all right, so Key, it's your turn now. You could save Thallus's life here.
5: I'm going to try.
0: <laughs> anybody, anybody have inspiration floating around they could loan Key?
1: I I spin it horribly. It seemed like a good idea at the time, and yet, in retrospect, it really wasn't. Key, do you have any uh, personality
0: traits or you know motivations, things like that, that really particularly speak to keeping Thallus alive?
5: But the closest that it gets to is I'm well-known for my work, and I want to make sure everyone appreciates it. But
0: That doesn't sound quite that
5: bizarre. That's not quite it. So, no, I... All my motivations are related to me wanting money.
0: <laughs> right, okay. Uh, all right, so you can try you can try medicine again to uh, to stabilize him.
5: All right. Fingers crossed. Person's
0: dead. Uh, A 10, uh, ten does it, believe it or not. <laughs>
2: oh,
5: yes.
0: Very <laughs> good. So you start to think poor Thallus is going to going to linger after all, whatever the the voices of his people are calling to his soul from afar. He and has lunch. And he owes you lunch. Uh, okay, Baldo, it's your turn.
1: How high is the ceiling that where Muck was vomiting up uh, goo? Uh, about 20 feet. Okay. All right. He's going to... You know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead and uh, draw this out. I say... To, <laughs> oh, this is a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, no muck. They're my pretties, and I am gonna run into the cavern and over here to the other mouth of the exit. And as okay. I run, as I run into the room, I say, "Muck monster on my tail!" In three, two,
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So
1: that was just Alice. a little bit. And I'm gonna, I'm and I'm gonna turn, and if he peeks out of this cave, then I'm gonna shoot him with an arrow.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, let's see, Thalas, You don't have to make a death save anymore, but you're still unconscious until you regain a hit point somehow. Let's see. So, you know what? Muck is going to descend. And come flapping down on top of a and pounding on a with his what? muddy, muddy, muddy fists.
1: That was not what you were supposed to do, Muck.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, let's oh, see. Oh,
1: you... a total of nineteen,
0: which I think hits even a armor class. Yep. You shot him, didn't and, you? I, thought uh, I Two points. Only two points of damage, getting bludgeoned and battered, for a it
4: hurts the ego so much more.
0: <laughs> That's true. You hit your right in the ego. Uh, and Astartes, it's your turn, um, which means you're still restrained, but at the end of your turn now, you can repeat that saving throw to free yourself from the mud.
4: Let's go ahead and try that wriggling free again. Mm-hmm. And then it will be
0: Key's turn after that. No, that save is still too low. Good grief. Uh, and uh, so still stuck, despite being walloped. And Key, it's your turn. You've got Thallus stable. What now?
5: I can see Muck, right? No, Muck's not... in there with a Stardust.
0: Yeah, you'd have to go into that cave to see All right. it's very cramped in there.
5: I'll move to the mouth of the cave and then cast Sacred Flame.
0: Okay. Alright, is that a saving throw for him or an attack yeah. throw for you? Yeah. Uh,
5: DC 13 deck save. Uh,
0: That is a 12 total, so he does not succeed and what happens to him?
5: Uh, four points of radiant damage.
0: Okay. All right. So you hear Muck squawk. You know this kind of ah, pained sound as you uh, burn away a, a part of his uh, of his mucky stuff. And at the top of the turn, it's Baldo again.
1: All right. Can I step forward? And shoot over Key's head at uh at Muck.
0: Yeah, I'll give him a minor armor class bonus for uh the obstacles in the way, but you can All give it right. a shot. Okay. You'll only hit her if you fumble.
5: Be careful with that.
0: Ooh, a natural twenty is not a fumble. Ooh ha! Huh right. nice. So your uh so yeah, your arrow was at nine, so your arrow sticks right into Muck's body and he kind of lets out this sudden shocked gasp and turns and stares in surprise. Then it's his turn. So Muck flaps up away from, uh, away from Stardust and, uh, up to the ceiling and then starts flying over your heads to, uh, to get out of that little cave. Okay. And then it is Astardus' turn, which is spent being restrained, but at the end of that you can try that saving throw again.
4: Alright. Third time's a charm.
0: And it is, Uh-oh. in fact. You finally free yourself from the confines of the mud. And uh, then it's Key's turn.
5: I'm in a sacred flame again.
0: <laughs> okay it is a uh, lowly 6. So what's the damage?
5: 6 points of radiant damage.
0: So, he's kind of flopping awkwardly with the arrow in him and he screeches out again in pain as you uh burn away some more of the stuff of him. And Baldo, it's your turn. Top of the next round.
1: Let's try another arrow. That worked out surprisingly well.
0: Okay. Not this time.
1: Not this uh, time. Are it's you the kidding
0: exact me? Opposite. The natural one. So you're, uh, you draw the thing back, and the knot that held that string onto the bow unravels, and the bow kind of explodes in your hand.
5: <laughs> as
0: it loses its shape. Yep. And uh, okay, so it's Muck's turn. So he's gonna, he, he flaps and flaps and flaps uh, out towards the exit. You know what? No, he's not. He's gonna, he's gonna descend and grab that javelin and uh, turn. he like turns and glares in pain at, at, uh, at all of you and uh, says my pretties uh, Astardis it's your turn you're back at the end of that cave <laughs> you freed yourself well beyond Key and Valdo Muck is on the ground uh, picking up the, the javelin and glaring at everyone
4: I will level my crossbow and say, "You can have this too."
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, ooh, that's a wow. All uh, right, so that was. Oh, I see. That's the plus one is if it's a critical, which it's. You use the first one. So, okay. So your uh, your crossbow bolt slams into him, and he kind of lets out this this gravelly wailing sound and sta- starts trying to stagger back and escape just barely keeping himself upright. And uh, Key, it's your turn.
5: All right. I will sacred flame again.
0: Uh, Okay. He succeeds at the save that time.
5: I was too confident.
0: uh, Okay. So, uh, so you burn, you, you, you burn away some of the wall next to him and top of the round is Baldo.
1: I am going to, Oh, it's a bad idea. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to run and attempt to tackle Muck to keep him from flying. And, Interesting. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, if, I, if I can tackle him, I'm going to uh, stab him with my dagger.
0: Okay. Well, you can choose to either tackle him and grapple him, in which case he'd be stuck there, or you can try to stab him with your dagger, one or the other.
1: Then I will do a third thing, which is uh, make a rapier attack. Okay. <laughs> run forward and attempt to skewer our erstwhile truffle pig.
0: All right. Well, another well, well. critical hit. So Baldo, you run your rapier straight through Muck's, um, straight through Muck's gullet, and his eyes kind of widen and uh, gleam out at you in shock and fear. And then he explodes in a burst of sticky mud, and you need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Uh, okay, that's good enough. so you're covered with with muddy mucky stuff but but not harmed by it and not restrained.
1: In the explosion, in the in the fragments of muck. Mm-hmm. uh do we see any of the jewels and the coins that he'd eaten
0: uh yeah yeah they're they're all there if you want to paw through his muddy mucky remains
1: definitely i think uh that um asia if you'll collect the gold and silver in that cave, I'll collect muck's gold and silver and uh key, do you have anything you can use to get our friend back to a single hit point.
5: I don't think so.
1: Okay. You would need like a healing cantrip if
0: there is such a thing.
5: Yeah, I think that's my, my problem. Is I have uh, sacred flame, guidance, and light.
1: All right. I don't have the medicine skill and don't want to risk it because of my propensity for sticking people in the eye when I'm trying to do them a favor.
5: Can I roll medicine again to get him hit points back?
0: Well, no. I mean, if you had, if you had done a critical success with that last roll, then that would have stabilized him with and awakened him with one hit point. All right but then. Once you succeed, he's he's stable and that's as good as you're going to get with medicine for the time well, being. Well,
1: then then let's let's make him comfortable and guard him while his elvish constitution hopefully uh brings him around and what better way to help bring him around than by counting all the gold and silver and gems that we've just harvested from this little irritant
5: (laughs) can we check the other caves
0: Uh, yeah each of them in fact has some hideous shrine and even greater and greater treasures oh
4: and uh, I will take the time to smash the uh, altars
0: the hideous shrines. All right. Yeah. Now broken hideous shrines. Baldo, you feel you feel a deep, instinctive longing to cut Balis's throat.
1: Then I'm going to sit over here and uh, use my paltry uh, skills uh, to uh, look at this, um, uh, look at the javelin, and see if I can decipher its, uh, its secrets.
0: All right. So I, we can, we can tell kind of, Yeah. Uh, we, well we can kind of come out of step, you know, instant by instant combat time. Um, yes. so you're, you, you're going to collect up all the treasures that you can lay your mitts on, I assume. Yes. And then, um, uh, pick up thallus and, and, uh, walk, haul him and walk your ways uh, is there more exploring for you to do, or are you heading straight to the exit at this point?
1: Not until uh, our companion is revived. We want to make sure that uh, he's at least alive. I guess, actually, you know what? Let's pull him out. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get out of here once, once we've gotten all the treasure.
0: Does a short rest, give hit points. With a short rest, you can spend a hit die and gain hit points. Yes.
1: Why don't we take the short rest here, just in case there's any more surprises. Yeah. Okay. And while I'm taking a short rest, I'll uh, examine the javelin.
0: All right. Um, sure. So you can make a uh, religion check.
1: What, what, Baldo, did
0: you, pardon me, do you have a, did you write down what languages you know?
1: Uh, no, I assumed I only know uh, uh, Zirian.
0: Uh, okay. Let's see. Hold on, I'm trying to remember. I wanted to do a whisper thingy here.
1: Oh, and thieves uh, and the th- and uh, and and thieves can, of course. You
0: have the the yeah the thieves can't thing, and then right. Okay, so uh, so yeah, you can attempt a religion check. No, that's not quite. That's not going to be good enough for for this for this function, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, you kind of have some ideas for it, but none of them feels like it. You know you try out an incantation based on what you think one of those runes means and none of it feels quite right.
1: I also spend a hit die and uh, regain four hit points for a total of five. So I'm a little bit better than I was before. Okay.
3: <laughs> After a short rest, can I try history to see if I've read anything that might be able to help us figure out this javelin?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and in fact, Thallus, as you start to come or- slowly come around, you gain an additional two temporary hit points, but you take one point of damage as you have to kind of tear yourself free of these tendrils and barbs that had grown up underneath you and leached into your flesh. Uh, And, Thallus, make a... uh, Roll a d20 for me, because you hit zero hit points, so it's your time to get the House of Doom. Twelve is... All right, so a horrible scar. Your rush with, uh, with evil death has left you disfigured to an extent that can't be concealed. So you're going to have, henceforth, disadvantage on persuasion checks and advantage on intimidation checks. <laughs> cool. <sighs> uh, if you run across some really powerful kind of magical healing, you could potentially get that healed but until then that's what's in there so make a note of that somewhere okay. and decide what that looks like uh, and let's see so the so looking it over yeah it would be this This is a religion check you're looking for to kind of decipher the runes and remember the what the what incantation what prayer is the one to to draw power out of this uh, this thing
5: Can can I roll a check again now that we're not in the middle of battle
0: uh no, nah, you already made one attempt, unfortunately. Okay. So, uh let's see it. Uh Thallis, were you did you want to make that religion check or did you already do that? I don't know No, it like you didn't. Sixteen. So in Samaran lore, the god is the god Tharan the Thunderer is the storm god, gods of storms and thunder and rain, mountains, trees, strength, defeating monsters, defeating evil spirits. The legends say that he uh, lost an eye and a hand, binding Tiamat into the underworld, the great dragon of chaos and the abyssal deeps. Um, And uh, there's a series of those runes that, that you recall representing a cry to Invoke the power of Thirun the Thunderer. Uh, It runs. It's a. It's a. It's. It's in the Samaran language, but it's runs. A. You know the the gist of it is, you know something like lightning. Lightning smites the mountains, and once you sort of mutter that, you you don't see anything, but you. It's like you feel the javelin humming almost. It's not a physical vibration, but there. But it's like the thing came alive momentarily. All right, that's cool. Uh, at this point, you can count your treasures and decide what are you uh, are you heading out or let's, are you let's... exploring the, the last bits of this place?
4: Dang, gleefully overconfident. Let's go explore.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh. I've got five of shit points. <laughs> Bless your hearts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's take a look at the thing we haven't looked at yet.
3: Can we find out how much money we have first?
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've had plenty of time to count that. Did somebody did somebody write down how much you extracted
1: out of muck? Uh no, I didn't we didn't get that. What was it? Chris, you have a uh, you have a, a a ledger for our our stuff, don't you? I am on it right now. You are the man. Outstanding.
0: I think it was I think it was something along the lines of twenty two or twenty eight gold pieces. All right,
5: I'm plus plus a,
0: plus a gem that he had snarfed up from the shrines here. I'm taking with it. With the is blessing of the priest,
3: the it was twenty eight. No, I say, I'm going to, if you said 22 or 28, I'm taking 28.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fine.
1: <laughs> there's, um, okay. So that plus the, plus the gem that he snarfed. Oh,
0: yeah. Right. So, so, okay. So let, let's put it this way. There's, there's the 22 gold that you, that you got out that we of ga- muck. that
1: we, that we gave him, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: you got back from muck. Right. So wait, and, is, it, is it 22 or is it 28? Oh, uh, okay. 28. Sorry. Uh, and this giant list I'm about to read you. So if somebody's writing it down, now's a good time to take notes. It Uh, it adds up to about a thousand silver pieces of various coinages and denominations and shapes and sizes, 700 gold pieces, 60 (gasps) platinum pieces, Mm -hmm. two precious lustrous pearls, that uh, you'll eventually piece together are worth 200 a piece. <laughs> Four sculptures of silver, gold, and marble uh, worth 20, small, but worth 25 gold pieces each. A small flask carved with a symbol of one of the life gods of, of the, the distant Sunlands that has uh, some some uh draft within it that smells just smells uh wholesome and reviving, and a small flask that's carved with a symbol of a of a war god one of the bloody murderous war gods of the distant north that has some spicy smelling brew within it that kind of raises your spirits and makes your blood rise when you smell it. Okay. Got it.
1: As as long as we're cataloging things, I pull the ring out of my pocket and hold it out in my hand and go, found this on the shrine too. Didn't want to put it on. Oh, now you have to. I look at, uh, I look at, at uh, a Stardust and say, I don't know. Sometimes these things have a way of boomeranging on you. Yeah, but it'd be funny. All right, look. If I fall into some sort of eternal sleep, you have to promise me you'll uh, take the uh, God of Life uh, flask over there and dump it down my throat.
5: I promise we'll have a Stardust kiss you.
1: All right. That's not what I agreed to, but... And I slipped the ring on my finger.
0: All right, uh... You know, nothing substantial happens. Okay. It's uh, it it you know, you you think you feel slightly different, mm-hmm. but then again, maybe not, because that doesn't that fades very quickly. Uh, you don't pass out, you know, you don't manage. Okay. The world doesn't change around you.
1: So I ask Key, I say, Do you think you could put a value on this based on the copper and the the carving. Um, oh yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, a, a, maybe a, cup, a few gold pieces, as just as a piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know, say five gold pieces max.
1: I'll hold on to this until we know what it does. All right, one more cave. Yes, and so uh, the cave treasures.
0: Yeah, that was all in. Okay, like that was that, everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Okay,
4: I, I thought we just hit. And he just hit uh, muck, and
0: he exploded like a piñata. <laughs> no, that all, that didn't all come out of muck.
1: <laughs> all right, that was everything. Okay, good deal. All right, so which one of these there's uh, which one of these fingerlings have we not uh, investigated?
0: Yeah. Uh, all of these little caves that come off of the cave where you encountered the priest, you've gone in and explored. Each of them had its own hideous shrine and its own treasures, and that's what you've just finished counting.
5: Um, I would like to sacrifice the chicken in this area before we leave.
1: I uh, I, As she takes the chicken out of the cage, I go, wait a minute. They were very clear about this. They want human blood. Human blood? Or a dwarf. Ah, uh, shoot. It, yeah, the chicken chicken's not going to do it.
5: We spelt a lot of elven blood.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and we spelt actually,
5: a lot of baldo
3: blood, too. Actually, there was little to no elven blood <laughs> All
5: right. we yeah, spelt. We mostly spelt baldo blood.
1: <laughs> I, I think I've bled in every cave in this uh, godforsaken uh, crypt. Uh, surely we've satisfied some sort of uh, edict.
0: Aldo, you hear a voice whispering in your head that nobody else can hear that says, you have not.
1: Oh, all right. You know, I'm feeling kind of queasy. We should probably just leave. Okay.
5: I feel like I've held up my end of the oath that I would leave a sacrifice of blood and death, even if they disagree.
1: Well, if you want to kill the chicken, I won't stand in your way.
5: I'm going to do it.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, it's noisy as killing chickens usually is, but not for very long.
1: That poor chicken.
0: <sighs> and uh afterward, you know, you the, the, the you just it's just you and a dead chicken.
5: Right. Well nothing, save nothing that. Nothing strange for, happens. Save that for dinner later. Okay.
0: All right. So describe what you're what you're after. It looks like on the map Thallus is venturing out up the slope and
1: I'll uh, I'll follow the elf uh, and let him retrace our steps since he knows how to do stuff like that. Okay, sounds like a plan.
0: All right, so yeah, Thallus, if you're in the lead, kind of give us a sense of what you're what you're doing and where you're going. You I'm can see gonna, the map there.
3: I'm just going to beeline it directly back, avoiding avoiding any of the caves or anything that we haven't been.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, you're heading uh, heading for the for the exit
3: yeah i thought that's what we agreed to
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's up to up to y'all all Uh, all right so yeah in that case you don't you don't run into any trouble getting to the exit you bring yourselves across the threshold and into the sunlight and you uh you may have you know it may have been it may have occurred to you as you're climbing up to the to the open air that that the sunlight the, the sunlight and the sea air were going to feel cleaner and warmer and revive, you know, revive you. And as you come out into the sunlight, it's just kind of scorching hot and oppressive. And you have still have this sense all around you, of this lurking menace.
1: So now that we're out, you know, I uh, said out loud in the cave that, uh, you know, uh, good news, I've decided to pledge my troth. Yeah, they took that seriously. So... It's entirely possible that uh, there's something still down there and that we didn't clean it out and I may still be on the hook for a sacrifice. I look very quickly at everybody and go, oh, don't worry. I was never gonna, but just so you know, I don't think I'm done with this place yet. Well, I guess that's uh, the next best thing to job security around here. So uh, let's make our way back to the ship. Oh, hey, before we get... Back to the ship, is there any of this treasure that we'd like to keep for ourselves? Uh, I think that would be tempting fate, so we're going to let them stake an evil uh, an equal share then yes what
5: yes no, no, not the ship's crew they didn't do anything
4: well, I thought we as part of our going up there, we got the lion's share, but they still get a share <laughs>
0: um, I, I think the I think the agreement was uh was uh, sharing with the captain
1: yeah and then the captain would, 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 would divvy up that with the crew mm-hmm. but, so, but so we've got the, we, we're getting uh, I think we're getting one half of the treasure the captain gets the other half and the captain gets to dispense her half no no that wasn't it <laughs> I don't remember deciding on for that
4: yeah if anything
1: it's, we, it's,
3: it's,
2: it's dungeon cares. master was
1: that not what we uh, talked about that, that, was the, that was the deal I was, th- I was there when she made it I uh, recall this I was, I was thinking
4: we would all be dead so I guess I wasn't negotiating in earnest
1: well uh, then let me suggest that we keep those vials I'll keep the ring and uh, if we want to put anything off to the side for our let's call it retirement we should do that before we make our way back to the ship there's plenty of gold here to go around so, I think as long as we're not greedy, no I'm going to hold on not.
3: to this javelin.
1: Okay. Okay. Very good. Yes, the javelin is a, is a perfect example.
4: Yeah, um, and you know she can't complain. Just normal javelin. How about uh, the statues and the um, the pearls?
5: I want a pearl.
1: I think the statues and the pearls are a perfect uh, example of things we should keep.
3: Yeah, they don't jingle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a separate slot that also has party loot, basically, that we're Mm -hmm. giving. Okay. All of you also have a link to the sheet, by the way. Yes.
4: We love the uh, transparency in banking. It's uh, something that we're not used to in America. (laughs) Uh, It's not like I'd slip a ring in my
3: pocket.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) I only did that because I was afraid to put it on and fall into a coma. (laughs)
3: Also he was baiting uh buck that came afterwards.
5: Or that, you might have that, put it on and turned invisible. <laughs> that,
1: that, well, but see you don't you don't ever know with rings. Uh sure, it could be a ring of water breathing. It could also be a ring of of cursed luck. So I just uh you know wanted to make sure that it was secure and then I would have told everybody about it. Uh I'm only I'm only dishonest with other people. With the people that I'm honest with, I'm honest. All and right. So like make a
0: make, make a make a count of how much you're you're handing your uh you're showing, oh, Captain Carry and and then divvying in half with her.
1: Are we uh, Are we Very also luched.
4: pocketing the gem from the shrine? Yeah, the one that Buck
3: ate.
1: Let's. Uh, this is what I suggest. I so, suggest we keep the two pearls.
3: Let me read to you what we've already said we're keeping, and then we'll talk about it. Baldo's holding onto that ring from the altar. We are keeping both of the uh, luxurious pearls. I think the sculptures will be hard to keep, but someone said sculptures. Uh, Two small flasks and the javelin. Uh, How small are the sculptures? Uh,
0: Sort of. You could you could hold one easily in one hand.
4: Huh. It seems like the sort of thing that. He might be able to carry without anyone noticing. I don't know. Do you want to? T- what do you think?
1: I, I'm oh.
5: going to put one of the sculptures in my backpack. Yeah, same here.
3: They're 25 gold pieces each. There well, you go. Oh yeah. So everyone's dropping one in their backpack. Yep,
4: it sounds like it.
3: Are cool. you? Yeah, I it, we're we're in it together. So, <laughs> but basically, we're giving them over a, over thousand, slightly over a thousand gold pieces.
1: Slightly the, for seven
3: hundred gold pieces, right? And that
1: we're and we're going to get half of half of all that back.
3: Yeah, but right. Like we still don't have prices for the golden helmet from third session from the third session, or one of the necklaces, or an actual price for the
0: gym itself from the shrine. Uh, the I, yeah, I can I can dig that stuff up here now that we're counting it all up. The uh, there was a there was a a, go, a thin gold necklace uh, that was worth fifteen gold pieces. Got it. There were two silver rings that were were worth 10 a piece. There was a helmet with gold inlay, which both serves as a helmet and is worth 20 gold pieces. And the gem from the shrines, last thing we're missing. That that would have been one of the, uh, like one of those pearls, it turns out.
3: Okay. So 200.
2: Gotcha.
0: And Mm -hmm. oh, uh, Muck also, in addition to the things that he... Gobbled up uh, that from you guys. Uh, in his remains were also another eight gems, on average worth ten gold pieces each.
1: So each of us can have two of those. Like I'm
3: all for taking money, but somewhere we've got to draw the line if we're gonna.
4: Well, it's just this stuff seems highly portable, and then we you know we we show up with a giant chest, you know, a giant duffel bag of gold.
5: Maybe we should leave one or two of the statues just so it's like, of course, we found some bigger things.
4: All right, I will will give up a statue. (laughs) Or the statue I was going to hide
3: away.
1: uh, You can also put the helmet in there as well. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, we never took the helmet. Yeah. In my opinion, I think we'd probably be better off holding the sculptures or whatever and letting them have the eight small gems.
0: Okay. All right,
1: then. All right, then. We'll put the, put the eight small gems in and, and uh, so everybody gets a statue.
0: Yep. So what, so what do you, when you get out to the ship, uh, your, your crewmates see you coming and you know, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a cheer as uh, you know, they see that you're all still alive.
4: Uh, I'm glad they care.
0: Yeah. And uh And so, so once you, once you meet with, uh, meet with Captain Harrion, what, what all are you putting on, spreading out on the table? All of the the coins. Yep. So
3: I dropped the link into the uh, chat window and it's broken down by session and party loot is what we're not putting on the table.
1: Perfect.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, Yeah. So, so she, uh, you know, so she, you, you kind of eat, you know, you go back and forth with the things that you're sharing. And so you can take, you know, the half of each or or rather the half of what you're sharing with her and transfer that down into party loot. Okay. Right. And then, uh, and then consider the rest of it having, uh, giving it to the, to the captain. Gotcha.
1: So, while we're still here and I'm assuming that uh, we're going to spend one more night as things are uh, being divvied and uh, tales are being told. Mm -hmm. I have three fist fist-sized pieces of coral from the shrine. Uh, And uh, as we are at the fire drinking grog and eating food, I will, uh, pull one of these pieces out and say (laughs) a a variation of this gather around lads and lasses we've told you the tales of the sea demon's shrine and we have shown you such sights and treasures that you've not seen in many a day but let me tell you this is from the altar of the sea demon himself and this saved our lives this is lucky coral now I've got a piece for myself but I actually have another piece on me and I just saved it in case one of you might want a little extra luck
0: <laughs> uh, yeah make a uh, make a make a make a salesmanship roll <laughs> uh, all right lucky you're not all scarred up like uh, like poor thallos uh so, all right Jane, so uh what's Jane,
3: that yeah and i want to run something past you. what i'm thinking it is okay. since how i got the wound is really not so much a scar i would almost want yeah. it to be that i look fairly normal unless you start talking to me and then you so often in a conversation you catch glimpses of like my skeletal frame under it
0: god that's <laughs> creepy <laughs> yeah sure yeah yeah write that down that's yeah that's interesting like, as, as soon as you start trying to be charming, you know, it, the, the like, worse it
3: gets. As soon as I, like, start engaging with someone more than sort of like a passing encounter, you catch, like, <laughs> the of it.
0: Behold right. death. Wow. But your friends here are cool with it. So that's, that's well, why well, sure. we, with them.
1: We, we we know with uh, them. We know how he got it, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that's we also old... know
0: not to look directly
4: at him.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so we're going to be the ones going, oh, you just have to get to know him. <laughs> uh-huh. And look a little to the right. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds like a cool idea. Yeah, that's a that's a very cool idea. Uh,
0: all, right, all right, so so, so does like yeah, you of
1: the
0: Well, you 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 get uh, you get a little bit of of haggling from some of the the more rubish of the rubes, and um, uh, so that'll that'll you, know, you wind up you wind up getting uh, oh, I'll call it some of these guys just got, just got paid. So I'll I'll say you managed to get the haggling up to 22 gold pieces for your (laughs) Uh, lucky piece of coral.
1: I uh, (laughs) struck while the iron was (laughs) hot as long as well. Sure. I've got, you know, a good storyteller uses the environment to his advantage. All right. So, and uh, and
0: Baldo, as you, as you hand the coral over and are counting your, uh, your gold pieces, you, you hear this whisper in the back of your of your head that says thou art mine
1: well i'm gonna go drink myself into a stupor it's been fun gentlemen have a have a wonderful evening here on the coast oh boy (laughs) this is not good
0: all right so the uh so the the next day the the heart of iron sets off having done its repairs and sets off from the uh from the a cursed island, and you slowly leave that that, uh, that 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 rising, jagged spire behind you in the uh, in the distance as it uh, until until it sinks below the the horizon of the waves. Then the ship drifts into uh, blows into into cleaner waters and, and cleaner airs to come.
5: This episode of Arc Dream Presents was recorded on Zoom and Roll20. Special thanks to Mark Finn, Chris Spivey, Acer and Megan Tolentino, and Shane Ivey. Links to their work can be found in this episode's show notes. If you enjoyed this episode of Art Dream Presents, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This episode's music is Five Armies by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com under Creative Commons. Visit filmmusic.io. For more information about the Swords and Sorceries series, visit swordsandsorceries.com. Arc Dream Presents episodes are produced and edited by Rachel K. Ivey of a minor film school and are copyrighted, Arc Dream Publishing.